up everyone it's your girl Stella I am so happy to be back with you all I have to apologize for not releasing an episode last week or maybe it was uh, just over a week I actually have a very good reason for this um, me and my husband and my our two daughters went on a trip to beautiful Guadeloupe Yes, yeah, so that's the reason why I didn't release an episode last week. Um, you know, we have been planning this this trip for quite a long time. Um, we were always wanted we always wanted to go to Guadeloupe. Okay, so um, obviously after the past few years, you know, it kind of just the whole thing about traveling. You know, there were lockdowns and people were not allowed to fly and things like that. And then after that, it seems like traveling was just a complete nightmare for everyone. Um, even over the holiday period, people here um, saw some of their vacation got canceled with trip delays and lost baggage and things like that. So until the very last minute, um, because, you know, I am I am a very superstitious person. Uh, I was born under the sign of uh, uh, the cancer, so cancers are known to be quite superstitious. And, um, you know, after booking the trip earlier on in December, we just decided that we would just kind of wait and see how things uh, panned out, um, you know, because a lot of things were, a lot of flights were getting canceled at that point. So it's all a matter of not wanting to jinx it for ourselves so <clears throat> finally when uh, january came we you know we decided to tell uh, our family like our parents that we were going to guadeloupe they were excited for us very excited for us after three years of not necessarily going anywhere so we've done quite a bit you know over the past three years my husband and i as a family with the girls we have done mostly things you know uh, regionally or locally uh, visited other provinces and things like that like cities in Canada but as far as international trips we haven't done that in quite some time so we're quite excited about it and to be honest with you all Guadeloupe was such a beautiful place to be with beautiful people people were just like smiling everywhere you had kids smiling uh, seniors smiling just adults smiling and um, just everyone super eager to help because you know one thing I have to say about Guadeloupe it's not one of those islands where um, there are any all-inclusive um, so obviously there is I believe there's a club med only <clears throat> that is a uh, all-inclusive and um, <clears throat> obviously we didn't do that because you know club med that's you know that's a different bracket so and <clears throat> to be quite honest with you all um we have done some um, all inclusives in the past <clears throat> but this is not necessarily our favorite way to travel and i know a lot of people will say well you know when you do something in, with all inclusive it's easier because everything is pretty much taken care of you don't have to prepare your meals you don't have to make your beds you know you don't have to buy your drinks everything is included in the price which is true and we have done that but at this point um, I would say that we have traveled um, more like not in an all-inclusive 
um, setting, like at this point, like a lot more than all inclusive. And that's just our favorite way at this point, especially with children um, <clears throat> for us, because, <clears throat> you know, I don't like to have any time constraint um, with the all inclusive. And it, 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 by no means, guys, this is not like, you know, a bashing on all inclusive traveling. I think they're great. And I also think to each his own. Um, I totally understand the necessity and commodity of it all. I'm just saying for us as a family, we've decided that, you know, we don't necessarily want to have to wait for the buffet to open. And, you know, because there are some, some time constraints. It's usually open from a certain time to a certain time. So if you're a little bit of a party animal, well, not so much now that we have children, but at some point in time, my husband and I used to party quite a bit while we were on vacation. So <clears throat> to wake up early the next day so we can catch uh, the buffet was very, very, very difficult for us. Uh, most often what I would do, <laughs> I would feel a little bit under the weather or hangover and I would tell my husband, can you try to sneak in into the buffet and just bring me back food? And if you are familiar with the rules of um, an all-inclusive hotel, you're not supposed to do that. It's like really, really frowned upon. And I would say pretty much illegal to do that. But I don't know. My husband, he must be like super crafty because he used to sneak in there, sneak in there for me and just grab a plate and put some food on and bring it back, bring it back to our room. I never really quite understand. I understood why they didn't allow people to bring back some food from the buffet. After all, you have paid for your stay and in normal hotels, you do get uh, room service delivered to you. So I, don't, I never understood why they made such a big deal about people bringing back food um, to their room. If it's only a question of, you know, the plates and things like that, I think they should have some disposables, you know, at, at people's disposition, like just, you know, a styrofoam plate, right? Like something like that. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be like just a regular uh, plate, like porcelain plate, just like a disposable plate that you can just take with you, eat back in your room, but they don't allow that. So that's one reason. And another reason that we have is that, especially now that we have children, <clears throat> with everything that is happening, you know, in the world with people like putting like a tracker on their baggage or, you know, having their luggage lost or things like that, like, and having to pay like an arm and a leg just to check um, one or two or four luggages. You know, we have just decided that we don't want to check any bags. So, you know, we just basically packed something for me, for my husband and, our two girls shared a backpack together for one one week and the other backpack basically just had their water gear okay so um, when you book we had a rental like I'm not gonna go as far as calling it a villa but we had a rental in Guadeloupe and um, the rental had um, a washing machine okay it's a very hot place a hot country uh, in the French Antilles so <clears throat> It's not necessary to have a dryer because you can just put your clothes outside. They'll dry in the sun, you know, and um, so so that way it allows you to pack way less with you. Because <clears throat> at the end of the day, um, 
you always end up wearing the same clothes like you when we used to travel and check our baggage <clears throat> excuse me we used to pack way more than we would actually wear on our trip okay you always end up using the same clothes anyways so you might as well just have six seven outfits i just kind of roll them into my uh, backpack or you know carry on luggage i just roll them so i have like the maxim i maximize the space that way i do the same thing for the kids and then after that in your in our rental we were able to do a little bit of laundry so um you know you can just be wearing a set of fresh clothes like you know every so often if you want and if you go for a little bit longer then you know the washing machine or dryer it comes in very handy so yeah it was really nice it was nice to be there while we were there <clears throat> what we did is what we did for food basically so <clears throat> where we were located was close to um like a fresh market so this is something that i really really love to do because i have visited france um a long time ago and i absolutely love i'm, I'm initially from montreal i'm pretty sure i've said that and I now live in Ontario. And one of the things that I've missed um, since I've been here in Ontario is the ability to just walk into a bakery and just order something fresh on the spot. I'm not saying there's no fresh bakeries in Ontario. I'm just saying the experience has been different for me um, living here. So <clears throat> knowing that France is like this or the majority of Europe, because uh, I've also gone to Portugal with my husband and they pretty much have a similar system, fresh bakeries, pastries, and things like that. So I knew in Guadeloupe it would be the same experience. So just waking up in the morning, walking just a few steps down from our place, go to the fresh market, and then beside it there's like a, a quaint little bakery where you could get your bread, fresh baguette, um, you can get cheese and then some chocolate uh, sweets for the girls and things like that. You know, I was in paradise at that point. And you add the weather to that, cooking your own, your own food. I actually love to cook. I know a lot of people say to me, well, that's not a vacation. And you don't, I don't really want to have to cook on vacation. I understand that. And like I said, to each his own to each their own but for me i do enjoy picking up something from the fresh market uh you know whether it's a fresh fish lobster you know fresh chicken like it doesn't really matter what it is but i like to pick it up there and cook it for me and my family that's part of the adventure for me right so um while we were there we did that and we visited quite a bit you know guadeloupe has a lot of natural you know things to see like waterfalls i think we saw maybe nine beaches while we were there but obviously they're way way more and um you know landmarks and we we've done a few museums so it was definitely an action-packed weekend or week i should say like an action-packed week the girls our girls are in french school so even though we took them out for a full week um after their christmas break um i feel like you know they still got to not only enjoy themselves but they still got to practice in real time their french as well um my daughter my daughters met a little girl her name was nidwin and uh, a little local girl at the beach and i said to them 
oh you know i see this little girl she's playing by herself she looks like she's been playing by herself for quite some time why don't you girls go and just try to talk to her and see if she wants to play with you and then i didn't even have to say it a second time or my husband didn't have to say it a second time our girls were gone and they made a friend in Nightwind and they played for hours in the water and it was a beautiful thing to see really so all in all Guadeloupe such a great place beautiful place if you have that on your bucket list uh, and you do not speak French I would say I would still recommend for you to do, to go I've seen some Americans there some of them did speak French a little bit or they were with someone who actually spoke French like me but I've also seen you know some Americans and Ontarians that went to Guadeloupe on their own and didn't speak a word of French so I'm sure there's way to get around but do not miss on the opportunity to see that beautiful island it's pretty much untouched the roads are amazing um, although there was quite a bit of people on the island we had most of the beaches to ourselves you know it wasn't packed with tons of people there you felt like you were on your own private island with your family it was really really nice so yes so i hope i will be back i really hope i will be back to guadeloupe and in the meantime it seems like in my absence a lot of things have happened a lot of things first of all one of the first things that i saw was lisa rinna Lisa Renna has left the show. Now, I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure if she was let go or if she left on her own accord. I'm not quite sure. I'll have to dive into that at some point in time. But based on what I've seen, it seems like Lisa Renna exited the show on her own after eight seasons. And to be quite honest with you, uh, I think she had a good run. And uh, I think Lisa Renna was a great housewife um, for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I've realized that I've been watching her ever since I was a kid, uh, whether it was in Melrose Place or whether it was in um, Days of Our Lives or was it Days of Our Lives or I can't remember. Was it Days of Our Lives? Some soap opera, some daytime, daytime show that she used to be on. And also... Uh, when she transitioned to reality TV, I remember being such a fan of hers um, when she um, when she was casted as a member of uh, Celebrity Apprentice. And I remember Lisa Rinna was just so uh, sweet on the show. Um, Star Jones was a little bit nasty to her. I even remember that episode where she was just a project manager. Lisa and I was the project manager and she was trying to give her team a pep talk. And she was like, okay, guys, are we going to go get them? Like, do we have this? Like, you know, she was basically just being her cheery self, uh, only to be shut down by, <laughs> by Star Jones, who took it the wrong way again. What else is new? And she was like, oh, we're not children. We don't need to be talked to this way. We know what we have to do. You know, we don't need the pep talk, yada, yada, yada. But uh, totally uncalled for, by the way. But I did like 
uh, Lisa Renna back then. I thought that she was great on Celebrity Apprentice. She had the right attitude, cheery, bubbly, happy-go-lucky type of girl. So when, when it was announced eight seasons ago that Lisa Renna would be part of um, the Real Housewives of um, Beverly Hills franchise, I was excited. I was excited to see because I'm like, hmm, that's going to be interesting. That's like a trained actress, like a person who's actually uh, an actress who is going to be a reality TV star. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully she's not turning this into like a, a soap opera or into something like Melrose Place, like something like that. Right. But I think I think her first season or second season. I think it was her best. You know, she came in fresh. She seemed like, you know, Lisa Renna has been in Hollywood for quite some time. Uh, her husband is an actor, Harry Hamlin. And um, it seemed like she knew quite a bit of people in Hollywood, like everyone. And when she started the show, she was very friendly with uh, Lisa Vanderpump. They seemed like they had great chemistry. They were getting along the two Lisas together. It was great. Like it was a great dynamic. And I also loved her relationship with, uh, Eileen. I think I, I can't remember if they both joined at the same time or if they, um, if Eileen came after like a season after or something, but I, I did love their dynamic while they were both on the show. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, Lisa Rena was very promising at the beginning, but then something switched something changed right and i think it started to change when basically lisa renna's catchphrase became own it own it own it everywhere she went she was telling people to own it right to the point that it kind of became annoying because it seemed like she was meddling in everything and i never quite understood the dynamic between like Obviously, I know that producers will go into the cast ear and be like, oh, it would be great if you did that or it would be nice if you brought that up or things like that. Right. But I never quite understood the dynamic between um, Lisa Renna and Kyle and Kim. Like, I understand that they have a history or that Lisa Renna has some sort of history with Kyle, uh, but I never really totally understood why she felt the need that she needed to meddle so much into Kyle and Kim's relationships as sisters. That was always kind of weird to me. And even when she was talking to Eden about it, Eden Sassoon, she was just like, oh, Kim is close to death, right? Kyle is worried sick about her. So I don't know. I never really quite understood that dynamic. But around that time where Lisa was just like a dog with a bone and constantly saying, own it, own it, own it. I think that's when the shift happened for her, for me anyways, where I saw a change in Lisa Renna. And then I'm sorry to say that, but she she kind of became mean at that point. Um, especially that season where Yolanda was on the show with her. And, you know, love her or like her or, you know, hate her. I, I don't really, like, I'm not a big, big fan of Yolanda. I think she was okay for the show. You know, she brought in with her, 
you know, her husband, David Foster and her daughters and her son and Mohammed. Well, I think Mohammed was seen on the show before with Lisa Vanderpump. But I'm just saying like she brought in like a very spectacular life with her. But in terms of housewives, um, I don't know. Like I, I'm just saying her personality, like I, I don't really think it meshed as well with the other ladies. But, you know. I still think that Yolanda was a good housewife. She was not great, but she was good at the time that she was there. And obviously, when um, she started exhibiting um, symptoms, symptoms of being sick, um, and then she was diagnosed with Lyme disease, and for the longest time, we didn't necessarily understand what it was, or like, or she didn't really know what it was, but. Um, when it was confirmed that she was dealing with Lyme disease, I think it was extremely um, inappropriate and unclassy of all of the ladies to even <clears throat> suggest that um, Yolanda's illness was not real. And that's when they brought up that word, you know, Munchausen, um, Lisa Rinna did. She brought up the word to the group although I truly have a feeling that it was brought up before, but the person who basically, um, you know, was the messenger who was in charge of delivering that message was Lisa Rena. So um, not a very good look because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if someone is sick or not sick or if you think they're lying to you. Like, unless it's like <laughs> a situation like Brooks, you know, Brooks in uh, Orange County, unless it's like that where like things really, really don't make sense, really don't add up and you think that this person is like, you know, faking it for real. I don't think that uh, Lisa should have done that. And she took it too far at that point. So, and I feel also that sometimes Lisa Renna talks about owning it she says to people you need to own it but depending on who it is she does not apply the same rational and for example the season where the ladies went to hong kong and you know i believe they went i can't remember if it was like a restaurant or i believe it was but it, basically the night where erica um, flipped out on Hylene and was just like, you don't know, you don't know what I go through at night. <laughs> uh, when Erica's voice changed uh, because Eileen had brought up her son. Okay, so um, <clears throat> Lisa Renna went ballistic on the read for the read to, you know, talk about the pills and Lisa Renna wanting to do a make a smoothie with some Xanax in it or something like that. This is not something that happened off camera. This is something that happened on camera. The viewers were able to see Lisa Rena walk in with a Ziploc bag full of pills, right? Out, they were not in their bottles. They were just in the bag. And she did make that joke you know, oh, we should put in the Xanax. Like I'm not drinking. We should put in a, we should put a Xanax in, you know, in a drink, right. In the smoothie, basically kind of just like jokingly saying like, at least like something will happen to us. We'll get a little high. Right. I didn't think anything of it when she said that. I just thought it was like, okay, look at this lady walking with a bag of pills, um, self-deprecating. She doesn't really take herself too seriously, whatever. You know what I mean? 
Uh, because usually people that, in my opinion, and I'm not saying that that's the case, but in my opinion, people that actually have do have a real problem don't tend to be so upfront about it and just be like, oh, here are my, my pills, right? Like if, if she did really have a problems with her medication, I don't think she would come out and just say, hey, we should put it in a smoothie. I just really think it was a joke. But, um, you know, Dorit talked about it like for a few uh, like a few instances like that season and I guess Lisa got upset and she got upset and said well I was at your house and all of your guests left me alone uh, at the table were your, were your guests doing uh, coke in the bathroom so I was just like oh okay Lisa so basically Dorit kind of poked at you made a little joke, might have insinuated that, you know, you walk around with a bag full of pills, which is not something that she dreamt. It actually happened. You did that in front of her and we saw it as well. But then you turn around and talk about cocaine at a dinner party because you were the only one left at the table while everybody else was lining up. Um, to the washroom so I don't know but I thought that that was a little weird considering and I'm gonna say allegedly here considering that um, Lisa Renna had a party for her husband's 70th birthday we saw this on the show, Harry Hamlin turned 70. All the ladies were there. And what I'm saying right now, I'm gonna say allegedly. However, if you do want to watch the episode and see with your own eyes, if what I'm saying is true, you can. So basically, after the ladies had dismissed their husbands and their husbands went in a different room, there was an argument at the table between Sutton, Lisa Renna, and then, you know, that's when the ladies kind of figured out that they had brought Diana Jenkins, um, that Lisa had brought her like for backup, right? Because apparently she's very, very involved in the charity with Elton John, right? So anyways, they were going back and forth with Sutton uh, not paying for the table, yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> and while they were going at it, what I saw around the 23rd or 25th minutes around that time, I saw that Diana had something in her hands. She was, she had something in her hands, something that appeared to be white something that appeared to be kind of like crystally a little bit and it was in a solid form like when i say a solid form it looked like she had something in her hand that appeared to be like um like almost like a like a white rock okay and i'm not making this up it's filmed it's on the show around the 23rd 25th minute and then after that, um, 
Diana is making a motion with her hands, her fingers, and then whatever was in a solid form became uh, disintegrated on the table. Okay, I don't know what she was playing with. Could have been salt. Could have been sugar. I'm just saying that Diana Jenkins was playing with a white substance at the table for Harry Hamlin's birthday. And if you look at all of the ladies, their faces at that point, the ladies look like, they see what's on the table because you see their eyes, like they're having an argument, but you see that they constantly look down and every time that they're looking down, they look uncomfortable. And every time that they look down and uncomfortable, they appear to be this little head motion, like almost like I can't believe like what I'm looking at right now, right? So um, if you go back and look at this episode, you see Kyle's reaction to it. Like she looks down and she shakes her head and then you see Doris' reaction to it. She does the same thing, Sutton. And I even believe Garcelle, uh, maybe with the editing, and that's just my own perception. I wasn't there, but I feel like Garcelle, that's the reason why at some point she got up and said, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Like, you know, I feel like you're being mean and I just want to leave. But then she ended up staying, but she moved away from where she was sitting. She was initially sitting beside Diana during the argument. And she kept on looking down and Diana was breaking or playing with this white substance on the table. And then Garcelle got up and just said, you know, I want to leave. Like, this is not, you guys are not handling this well. And then she ended up staying and she just kind of played the musical chair and sat somewhere else. So very, very interesting to me that Lisa Renna is quick to call people out and say, is your house a coke den, right? But when her BFF, Diana Jenkins, is sitting next to her, um, again, guys, I'm not saying that this is what it was. I'm just saying I have two eyes and that's what I saw, okay? And um, if you want to go back to that episode with your two eyes, you can see that too. But again, I'm going to say allegedly, 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 but there is something there on the on the table and it was never brought up it was never brought up by miss own it own it own it you have to own it mention it all it was never brought up by her it was never brought up by any of the ladies it was never brought up by andy cohen by the way andy cohen sometimes is you know he is a great host he's been doing this for quite some times but sometimes i wonder like is he even watching the episodes like is he even paying attention like you know sometimes when someone has been doing something for so long it doesn't seem like they're as invested or vested in it like they just basically kind of just wing it every time and sometimes i find that his questions lack substance these days diana was only there for like five minutes at the reunion yes she had covid 
That's what she said. I understand it's about protecting the cast. But at the end of the day, sometimes I feel like Diana is the kind of person, oh, well, I don't feel like coming, so then I'm not coming today. Like, I feel like there's a lot of that with her, right? And I'm so happy that they're not bringing her back for the show because I don't think that this lady was good as a housewife at all. Way too pretentious. Nobody cares about your fortunes, what you've done, uh, who you married, and how much you got. It's like... Is there something else to Diana Jenkins? Is there substance there? And by all means, what she showed us was that she was pretty cold and mean at times, right? It doesn't matter how many charities you're involved in. Um, some of this stuff that came out of her mouth, I don't know if it's if it was editing, but I did not like Diana and I'm glad she is not back. But just um, I'm digressing back to Lisa Renna. I just find that Lisa Renna, when it suits her, she doesn't bring certain things up okay she was so eager all of these seasons to talk about um kim and her addiction and her problems with alcohol and things like that but um she never had those conversations with uh erica maybe at the exception of one time where she was kind of you know saying to her well you, you were you know getting out of hand here and she had that conversation with her privately the next day i believe but for the most part she seems like she's just giving her a pass and the thing is if you're going to be miss own it and miss mention it all or you know you 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 i bet you bet that i'm going to talk about it you know those lips are made for talking right if you're going to be that person it doesn't matter if it's your friend close friends if it's somebody that you hate or that you love, if you're really about that, then that's what we expect from you. So with Erica, you know, I'm not gonna go as far as labeling her because that can be dangerous. But what I'm gonna say is this season for sure, Erica drank a lot on camera from what we've seen. I'm not saying that every day she wakes up and she has a drink. I'm just saying that from what we saw, uh, last season she was drinking heavily she even ad admitted that herself and she was mixing alcohol with her medications which is not always a good idea and at the end of the day you know you don't have to come out and just try to label that person and be like you're an alcoholic she was going through and she is she still is going through a tough time um whether you believe that you know it's self-induced or if she that she deserves it for whatever happened to those victims and like whatever your opinion is about Erica let's not forget that this girl right now is going through some hard times you know her name is always in the press there's people you know suing her left and right uh her public the public opinion is not favorable um you know when it comes to the subject of Erica so yeah it is possible that during these times she may feel like she wants to drink a little bit more but um her friends kyle and and uh lisa renna never brought it up right so i don't know but um anyways i wish her well um at the same time lisa lost her mom last season uh louise and you know as a viewer we all loved Louise, we thought that she was great for the show, a, bre a breath of fresh air. And um, I think it's time for Lisa to just maybe mourn the death of her mom, because that's probably not something easy for someone to go through uh, while, on ca while the cameras are there. So 
you know, we wish Lisa Rena well. I can't wait to see who they're going to bring, um, you know, to replace her. I don't know if Lisa Vanderpump is coming back on the show. I know that uh, Erica, there was like a, an interview, well, a small interview. Erica was walking outside and um, they were asking her how did she feel about the about Lisa Rena's exit. And she's like, she's the goat. She's the fucking goat. And uh, I'm not going to go as far as saying that Lisa Rena was a goat because ooh, not a goat, the goat. <laughs> now, let's calm down here. Lisa Rena was good TV, but was not the goat the greatest of all time that's not lisa renna um you know lisa vanderpump hasn't been on the show for a few like a few seasons now so in the remaining cast like you know without lisa vander without mentioning lisa vanderpump do i feel like lisa renna is the goat no i don't feel that way um I would actually say that Erica is way better as a housewife, whether you like her or not. Um, she is more of the goat if you compare her to Lisa Renna. Because, you know, I think that Erica has one of those polarizing personalities. Like, to be honest with you, when she joined the show, I absolutely loved her. I liked her no-nonsense attitude, um, how she can exist in a group of women without having to, you know, be catty. She 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 seemed to be quite level-headed and, you know, extremely beautiful and rich and expensive and all that stuff. And I liked her for quite a few seasons. And then obviously the whole thing happened with the lawsuits and the divorce. And... You know, again, let's see how that all plays out in the end for Erica. But um, regardless of how people feel about, you know, if it's true, if she knew or if she didn't know, that's not necessarily the reason why I haven't connected with Erica these past two or three seasons. For me, it's mostly her attitude. Um, I think that she may be tired and... Um, Sometimes it comes off very um, aggressive um, and lacks compassion. That's what I would say. Uh, and I'm a cancer. Erica's a cancer. Lisa Reno's a cancer. And I know that cancers are known to be very compassionate people. Um, but I think that there, there might be something going on with Erica because she can't seem to express or to, to deep dive into her compassion well lately and i understand you know there are some lawsuits and she has to be careful with her words and what she says because you know everything can can be brought up against you in a court of law so i totally understand why she has to be careful but i just wish sometimes that she would choose better words to express that so people could so at least the audience the public the viewers or the victims could see or hear a little bit more of empathy towards their situation because at the end of the day they were robbed of some money um that you know they deserved so but just to say that um do i feel like kyle is the goat i know kyle wants to be the goat 
I don't think that Kyle is the GOAT though. But then again, I'm biased because I can honestly say that, and, and I don't know any of these ladies and I don't know Kyle on a personal level. I just know Kyle from the Kyle that we see on TV for 45 minutes minus the, um, the commercials. So realistically, maybe less than half an hour. Okay, so that Kyle that I see, I don't like. And I'm going to be very like very open about that. The reason why is, you know, when you do a reality show, usually your first season, there's always a person that you're like, oh my gosh, I, don't, I can't stand them. I don't like that person. And then they end up growing on you later on. Okay. For example, in The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I can honestly say that when Dorit joined the show the first season, I thought she was good. You know, like, who is this girl from Connecticut who is uh, an Israeli that speaks with an English accent and is married to this, like, mogul? Like, you know, I thought it was very interesting to have her on the show, but I can't say that I actually liked her. The jury was still out on Dorit. But as the seasons evolved, I thought that, you know, Dorit was a formidable opponent. I liked how she held her own against Erica, where pretty much all of the other ladies were scared to even say anything back to her. Dorit was going at it with her in Hong Kong on the boat. And I was just like, okay, this girl, she can't be pushed around. And I even think that that was an eye opener for Erica because she was probably thinking like, what the heck? This woman is like, you know, she's coming back at me. She's not scared of me. So, you know, the second season, Erica was much nicer to, to Dorit, right? So, I think that, uh, like, Dorit was one of those characters for me, right? Um, but Kyle, I have never been able to have um, that feeling, that sentiment for Kyle. Ever since the beginning of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I've never connected with her. I've never liked her as a person. And the reason for that is, I, you know, I feel like she was a little bit too aggressive. Like, one thing is I love Kim. I love Kim Richards on the show. Everybody here pretty much grew up watching her Disney. And, you know, she was she was a child star. And I know that Kyle was as well. And she was in Halloween. And now she's doing a Halloween again and again and again. But what I'm saying is people do remember Kim Richards. And um, as a Disney girl. And uh, what I'm saying is sometimes I feel like Kyle is in, in competition with her sisters. And I know that competition happens when you have like a family full of sisters or brothers or things like that. But, you know, you have Kathy Hilton, who is a Hilton um, by marriage, but the Hilton name in itself carries a lot of weight. And then you have Kim Richard, who used to be this child actress that everybody remembers. And then there's Kyle right and Kyle's the last one and I feel like Kyle is often trying to prove that she is the she she's important too maybe not the most important but that she's important too and it's the way that she goes about it when it came to to me even though 13 years later I don't understand why Kyle had to do what she did for Kim you know I don't understand it I don't understand why she did what she did. She didn't have to out her like that. She didn't have to say what she said, but she did. So anyways, we'll see. 
And one last thing, if I may, uh, end like this, you know, I was listening to Joy Melissa's podcast and they were talking about like a lot of things, like obviously, and then they said something about, um, what happened to Damar, um, the football player. And I, I know that Joe plays football and he's very athletic in that way, but I would say one thing before we go out and just run with the narrative that this is what it is. Let's wait for the actual doctors of um, that are treating Damar to come out and say, after investigation, this is what happened. Let's not just go with the Twitter doctors that have not treated Damar, okay? Because this is too important of a case to just assume anything and just say, this is what it is. It was a hard, you know, I'm not discounting that. I'm not dismissing that, but I'm just saying, let's wait for the experts to come out and say the ones that actually have treated uh, Damar to come out and say, this is what it is before we even say anything about that situation. I think it's dangerous. I think if one thing that the pandemic has taught us is that we need to be a little bit more careful and do a little bit more critical thinking when it comes to situation because people can be wrong.